2: Hello, everybody. My name is Layla, and you're listening to A Day of Prayer's Morning Bible Study. We're so glad you could join us this morning as we continue to discuss God's Word. But before we do so, let's take a moment and pray. God, we thank you for this morning, and we thank you for who you are and who you've been to us, Lord. We ask for your guidance and your wisdom, Lord, as we study your word, God. We thank you for your blessings. We ask for your provision, Lord, and your protection as we go through our days, Lord. We thank you for our partners and our listeners, God, that you are guiding them, Lord, and that you're keeping them. God, we thank you for the peace and the soundness you have given us, Lord. We thank you for the restoration of our minds, Lord, and our bodies, our souls, and our spirits, God. We thank you for your goodness, Lord. We thank you for your mercy and your compassion, Lord in jesus name
1: amen
0: in jesus mighty name amen amen well good morning everyone and welcome glad to have you with us as we continue our study in the book of acts and i'd just like to thank everyone again uh can't well i thank the lord for you and can't thank you enough for just being a blessing to us in this ministry and partnering with us and helping us to build the lord's house and to in, preach and teach the gospel throughout the four corners of the earth. So we we thank you for just your obedience to the Lord and doing what He has led you to do. Whether that's just praying for this ministry, whether that's sewing in financially, or by liking, subscribing, and sharing um, each of these episodes on the on the platforms where you can find a day of prayer on. Mm-hmm. We are we are incre- incredibly blessed and thankful. To the lord for you and for your heart to just be obedient to how he's leading you
1: Mm -hmm. do all that he's asking
0: amen Mm -hmm. so so thank you and that being said we ready to get into the word Mm -hmm. amen well we're moving forward today we're still in acts chapter 7 and we're getting to the end so this morning we're going to go over verse we'll we'll begin in verse 54 through verse 60. So can I get a volunteer to read that section of scripture, please? I will. All right, let Charles.
3: When they heard these things, they were cut to the heart, and they gnashed at him with their teeth. But he, being full of the Holy Spirit, gazed into heaven and saw the glory of God and Jesus standing at the right hand of God, and said, Look, I see the heavens opened and the Son of Man standing at the right hand of God. Then they cried out with a loud voice, stopped their ears, and ran at him with one accord. And they cast him out of the city and stoned him. And the witnesses laid down their clothes at the feet of a young man named Saul. Hmm. And they stoned Stephen as he was calling on God and saying, Lord Jesus, receive my spirit. Then he knelt down and cried out with a loud voice, Lord, do not charge him with this sin. And when he had said this, he fell asleep.
0: Hmm. Amen. Huh. Yes, there's a lot in there. Um. And as is our custom, we're going to open up the floor at this time to allow each of you the opportunity to share what the Holy Spirit is speaking and ministering to you. And then, of course, to ask any questions that you may have. So, who would like to begin? I would. All right, Layla.
2: So, I have a few things that I'd like to share. The first one would be... um just looking how this scene unfolds, Stefan just told them about being hard-hearted and stiff-necked and hard of hearing and gave them an opportunity and um, encouraged them to change their habits and their patterns and to turn to the Lord. And then directly after he finished saying this, they stopped their ears. So they continued with the pattern and they just plowed through doing whatever it was that they wanted to do instead of... Um, repenting and turning to the Lord, which is interesting. Like looking at my own life, I there have been many accounts when my parents have told me, or even my siblings have told me, "Layla, you're doing something that isn't right. Fix it." I, and I deny it and go, "No, I'm not doing that." And then the very next minute, I do exactly what they just told me I was doing and encouraged me to stop. And that comes as a result of not paying attention to the Holy Spirit when He speaks and just deliberately ignoring Him. And I don't encourage anyone to do that. If He, like my mom says, if He comes and knocks, open up to Him and listen to Him with a quickness because He's got something important to share with you. He always does something that would save your life and those around you. The second thing that I wanted to share was looking at this um history lesson when moses was with them the children of israel rejected him that's what the scripture tells us and disrespected him and the lord but the lord more so and after moses passed on and the ten commandments kind of became part of their law and their tradition of reading and learning now they're trying to um i'd say appease and compensate for what they should have been doing so when moses with, was with them they should have respected him they should have listened to what he had to tell him as the mouthpiece of the lord at that time and treated him right rightly and done all they were supposed to do in the manner that god ordained it to be love your neighbor as yourself but instead they abused him and continue to abuse others like him as time progressed and they became more stubborn and obstinate in their thinking their actions and attitudes and now that they are it's been thousands of years since moses now they're trying to um compensate for the wrong that they had done then and think and justifying in their mind that this somehow appeases and makes up for what they should have been doing then and i want to encourage the listeners as the lord has encouraged me when you are interacting with someone treat them rightfully that way you don't feel guilty when the when they leave or you know time and chance circumstances circumstances change and now you are no longer in connection with that person instead of feeling guilty because you know you didn't do right by God's standards and you didn't fulfill all that he asked you to do just go ahead and do it from the beginning it's much better for you and for the person you're interacting with
4: Mm. Mm.
1: Mm. Jessam Dean
4: you know um i may not always share but i always have something to say
1: <laughs> okay <laughs> <laughs>
0: all right, brother. right they're laughing hear.
4: because it's true right so. <clears throat> just interesting if we look at um, verse 54 uh, my version was a little different from the charles so i was just looking it up and 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 um, yeah the interpretation of they were Cut in their hearts is a really good interpretation. Mm-hmm. Um, mine yes. says they were they were enraged, but it's not that's not really a, uh, the best way to express that. And if we look at the um, original word, there it's a uh, diaprio, um, and it's typically referred to as cutting to the quick.
0: Mm-hmm.
4: But as a caveat to that, with indignation and envy. Yes. So it's it's a really interesting the heart condition um i was jumping ahead just to look so if we get into as we get into verse nine i was trying to remember where paul's persecution really when he went to the church and looking for the the letters and really coming after the church
1: okay chapter nine chapter
4: nine of acts is Uh where that actually comes in and so we'll get to that at some point Mm -hmm. the um Mm -hmm. but if you you think about this so that the indignation right so it doesn't say And they heard these things from peter and they sought the holy spirit Mm. to see if these things were so Mm -hmm. right Mm -hmm. they they let the anger kick in and so paul's running on an elevated anger it's it's continuing yes right so you know when we get when we get called out for our wrong as you were kind of sharing we have two choices right we can say oh gosh you're right man thank you for loving me enough Right, that's what the ecclesia is—the body. Right, mm-hmm. is there uh-huh. to help love us enough and see the things we can't see about ourselves and help us grow and develop in that maturation process mm-hmm. as we are becoming more like Christ. Mm-hmm. Right, we have two choices: that we can we can acknowledge the truth in that mm-hmm. and make the change, or we can become indignant mm-hmm. and more determined in our own way and go through to it. And you can see as as we we'll get in in nine, that this just really was this moment was the impetus and the fuel that began in Paul. Or fully lit the flame, maybe there was a burning ember there already, right but you know Paul you know talks about um, who he is, especially I think it's in Romans. we get to know who he is and what his qualifications are. Mm-hmm. He was some of the most learned, taught under the most esteemed mm-hmm. of uh-huh. those that teach.
1: two pinkies out. Oh. Two pinkies, yes, two <laughs> pinkies <laughs> out. so who is this who is this, who is is this
4: unlearned fisherman mm-hmm. to tell me anything? Mm-hmm. And instead of being able to see, receive a word from the Lord, regardless of who it came from, mm-hmm. it twisted and turned him into this what we'll see later in chapter nine, so just it's a really just really important that that, that part about it cut mm-hmm. them mm-hmm. to the heart, what that did, mm-hmm. and what that word is used there for that.
1: Well, Charles, we're, we're coming to you, sweetheart. Um, when we we talked about in the previous podcast that the Lord draws us, or and I use the word entices us. He says, come to me. Um, the burning bush that he showed Moses was to draw his attention, entice him to ask God for more, to engage with God, to hear the rest of what God to, had to say. But when you're on the other side of this, it can that enticing that God is saying, come to me, my love, and drawing you closer can... If you don't have the right heart, it can be a provocation. It can be a a pricking of your flesh to see what's in you, what's your choice going to be, and either humility and drawing closer to God will come out of that, or rage, hardening of the heart, stiffening of the neck. Uh, you say my love doubling down on the wrong ideology mm-hmm. and mentality to persist in going your own way this is this is the same thing when we talk about um the, the wicked Pharaoh that we reference oftentimes in that was oppressing the children of Israel every time God went to him He was enticing him humble yourself humble yourself humble yourself because we know he is a good God and he's no respecter of persons but how you receive it. And it says that they, um, back in verse 51, it says you're uncircumcised of heart and ears. Jesus said, be careful how you hear. And then when they heard the Holy Spirit talking, they should have said, that's Holy Spirit's voice. Hold up. He's using the same language. We've heard this before. We've read this in scriptures. Moses would repeat this, you stiff necked people, Right you uncircumcised of heart stiff neck people you're always going astray you're always doing opposite of what god tells you when they heard that language they should have said hold up pump the brakes i've read this and that was always being said to someone who was going against god it was never being said to someone who was doing the will of the father who was lifting up and glorifying the name of god it was always someone who was in an adversarial position to him
0: well and and it continues right and we can Go all the way to Revelation. What's he saying? What does he say to all the churches, to every church? He,
2: he who has, has ears. ears to hear, let him hear. Let him
0: hear what the Spirit, the Holy Spirit, right? Because that was the very next line. You always resist the Holy Spirit. He who has ears to hear, let him hear what the Spirit is saying, that is the Holy Spirit, is saying to the churches. Amen. So it, it still applies to us today.
1: Amen. And when he said they were cut to the heart or the quick made me think of that little tender piece around your fingernail that when, Mm -hmm. when you, when, when it gets injured, you're like, (gasps) right. But what he really meant. Is that it went through all your facades and went straight to the heart of who you are. It went through everything you put up. I'm pious and I'm holy and thank God I'm not like this tax collector. It went through all of that nonsense, all of those masks and went straight to the heart of who you are. To, to the either, core issue
0: or to the root
1: right, to who of the they issue. Were and, and to us. And there was an opportunity to either go, God, throw down their their rocks throw down their religious mindset, throw down everything that they had and put their hands up and say, Father, I'm, a, I'm wrong. I'm sinning against you in this. I'm wrong. That was their chance to throw it down and amongst all the other things that had already been said. But by that time, God knocked. They stiffened more. God knocked. They hardened their heart. God knocked. And he kept knocking and kept knocking and went through every layer that they had put up between them and God to get to exactly who they were. When God comes and knocks, don't harden your heart. We're no different or better Mm -mm. than these people, than these, these men, and God is good. He is no respecter of persons. So if he's approaching them and he's knocking to entice them to come on, he's getting their attention to yield to God, yield to the Holy Spirit, yield to the Father, don't harden their heart. But it was their choice to go, no. It was their choice to choose to gnash with their teeth, like grind their teeth in rage and anger and indignation and murderous indignation at that to proceed and go forward to kill someone that they had no business or right or reason to kill. Now, lachars I know you got something, sweetheart, so go ahead. I see all those fingers. You look like your dad over there. <laughs> Come on, man.
3: Oh, I'm still looking for something. Promise Steve if you have something, you can go ahead. <laughs>
1: telling me you were ready
3: <laughs> with some things
1: well start with what you have baby
3: oh okay <coughs> um the first thing that the Lord is pointing out to me here was that uh daddy has spoken to this in previous podcast before this and how mean you've also had a con- uh, conversation about was stephanie the only one who saw it mm. and I do believe Stefan was the only one who saw it because you see that they have eyes to see, but they cannot see. Mm. Meaning that it was clearly visible if you were looking for it. It was clearly visible to what we considered, um how I consider is how can you see this? But the Lord just showed me was that it was this that fully enraged them to do to the point of murdering. When he said... I see the father and I see Jesus staying at the right hand that like pushed him off the ledge. And... Because
0: now, that would be what they would consider blasphemy, yes? Yes. But it gives the... I'll say the precursor as to why. Right before that. Verse 55 begins by saying what? Uh. But he... This is in Acts seven fifty five, mm-hmm. But he, yes. that's talking about Stephan, being full of the holy spirit gazed into heaven and saw the glory of god well wait the lord doesn't just reveal his glory to anyone right yes i mean moses asked the lord to show him his glory. if if what if he had found favor in his sight right yeah that, that was moses's request If I have done this, then I ask you, show me your glory. But let's also look at the relationship, as we were just talking about Moses for much of this chapter, right? Uh, And Moses in relation to Christ, right? Yes. And in there, it says, uh, the Lord Hmm. makes it very clear. I speak to Moses face to face as a friend speaks with a friend, right? Yes. Okay. Okay. So, how can you, it is impossible, you cannot be both a friend to God, but in opposition to what he's saying through his Holy Spirit. So, how is it, or, and we, we went through that, and I guess you pointed out in a, a previous episode, all the times where the Lord literally audibly spoke, just in Christ's ministry, there were three times, and how many people actually heard it, and who heard it, and who didn't. The people that the Lord revealed it to were the ones that he was their God. And they were his people and they followed him. They were being obedient to everything that he said for them to say and told them to do. Right? Yes. Being in John the Baptist, being in Peter, James, and John at the Mount of Transfiguration. Right? And then there was a third time when Jesus was talking about his death and crucifixion. And only some heard the voice of the Lord. And others just heard thunder and lightning. Right? Yes. But Jesus yes. said, My sheep know my voice. Right? Yes. And others they will not follow. It's it very plain. It's just, we we talked in a previous podcast about the Lord makes the difference distinguishable always. From those who are his, and those who are in opposition. Yes, he, and we even brought up about with Moses and the plagues. Yep, the the ones in opposition, Pharaoh's people, his magicians, and and all those, all that, they can only go but so far. And then there came that distinguishing point, right around miracle number three, right. Uh, and yes. by, by mirror I mean Plague number three And then they could not replicate anymore But the Lord just continued on It was very distinct, Distinguished The difference was very distinguishable There was no question Nothing But yes, yes. So uh, I'm with you I, And I, I do believe that Stefan was the only one that saw that And they probably considered that blasphemy And pushed them that much more over the edge, or enraged them that much more. As Dean, as you brought up, they were already already filled with jealousy. Mm-hmm. There was already envy, mm-hmm. and uh, what's what's your favorite word there, sir?
3: Indignation.
0: <laughs> <laughs> and for always- those for those that aren't with us or can't see, there, there was a raise. Dean was running to that to that microphone. He was gonna, yeah. but but LaCharles edged it out. So.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Uh, and what?
1: those things are always a part of the flesh. I mean, mm-hmm. you can you can mm-hmm. read through the New Testament and the works of the flesh are evident and it lists them out and you, you keep seeing the same attributes over and over and over because they are what they are and it doesn't matter who's on the other side of it, who it's coming from. It all looks the same because it's all coming from the same place. The works of the flesh are evident regardless of who the vessel is and the works of the spirit are evident regardless of who the vessel is. Dean, you got something?
4: I just had a uh, kind of a question for LaCharles. So I think you know when you're saying that Stephen was a, Stephen was the only one that was seeing this, right? And if we go back to the beginning of Luke, um, we believe the scholars that Luke also wrote Acts, and it's a continuation of what he's trying to teach Theopolis at uh, Acts one one. In as much as I have undertaken to compile a narrative of the things that have been accomplished among us. Just as from the beginning where our witnesses and ministers of this word is delivered to us. It seemed good to me, having followed all things closely for some, type or some time past, to write an orderly account to you. Right. Yes. So that continues into Acts. So had it been witnessed by others, I think it clearly would have been stated there. We're making assumptions, and mm-hmm. we have to be yes. careful we make assumptions. But, so I would agree with you, but I would say, why do you think that's important? about i don't have an answer for that but if the lord was sharing that with you why would it be important that Stephen was the only one that saw that
3: the reason why it was important first of all um most times when you see like in jesus ministry the time that the lord spoke audibly was mostly recognition of saying okay you're doing what's correct and I would also say this is just a recognition of what Stefan was going through was already ordained and destined by God. Not that the Lord wanted to kill Stephen, not like that at all, but he was telling that Stephen was doing what was correct in the moment. And it just fulfilled what Jesus has spoken about. Do not worry about what you're going to say. Mm-hmm. Everything is going to happen according to how my father destines it to be. Just be listening to him. And it's also important because... It just show it makes a distinction between people who claim to have seen something, yet they're not following Christ, and those who are following Christ. They're the only ones who can gaze into heaven. Not like you're not just staring up there every time you choose to, but they're the only ones who get to see this greater revelation and death. And finally, I know this is a bit long. It's also showing that the relationship that um, Stephen had with the Lord, it wasn't like Paul. Who is this? He was not looking around. He instantly recognized it. He knew exactly
1: well, who he was looking at.
0: So, yes. so that is, there is the key point, sir. And to answer your question, brother.
4: Well, it would be the authenticity of what he was saying all along was correct. And what the the religious leaders were doing was wrong. Yes.
0: Correct. And Paul, right? We, we've spoken in previous podcasts on this section. Uh, and by that, I mean chapter seven. On... Seeds being planted, right? Yes. And part of that is dealing with, especially chapter, Acts chapter 9, where Paul comes to Christ. If he, and, and he sees the bright light and all those things, right? And that, and that was part of the, if you really study this out, and we can go into the scriptures on the, probably the next episode. But part of the apostleship and being an apostle at the time was how it w- you had to have walked with Christ, had to have an, an actual experience with Christ.
1: Personal encounter. Personal
0: encounter, mm-hmm. yes. Uh, was one of the... With a personal being.
4: Yes. The personal being of Jesus.
0: Exactly. As one t- of one of the qualifications, man-made, of course, to, to be an apostle at that time, right? Yes. So if Paul could have looked up and seen Christ who we know is seated at the right hand of the father.
1: Except mm-hmm. for right here, he was standing up watching. The, well, yes, the first yes martyr. But, oh.
0: but that is his place. Okay. And yes. And in this instance, he was standing, but knowing that is his place, Paul would just looked up and seen him gazing into heaven. And there wouldn't have been any question of who are you, Lord? There would have not been a need to explain further things and how much Paul would suffer for his name. And, Right? Because it all would have changed in that instant. But it didn't. There was still time. He still went about persecuting the church, which denotes a lack of understanding. And that it is highly probable that he did not see Christ.
1: Mm-hmm. And there, there's also faith that's Amen. involved with that. Connecting with the Holy Spirit, all those kind of things. So, but,
0: but we can go into that in, mm-hmm. in more detail and, and I'll... Um, Bring you through the scriptures here on the on the next episode. We'll re we'll re-read and re-go over this section of scripture. Mm-hmm.
3: Alright? Alright. So,
0: you. um can I get a volunteer to close out in prayer, please? I will. Alright, I promise.
2: Lord, I just thank you for just revealing the greater things to us, Lord, and just making us special, Lord and Lord. Mm-hmm. Lord, I also just thank you for <clears throat> making it where you're able to show us all things, Lord, and that allowing us to trust you, Lord. In the name of Jesus, amen.
1: In Jesus' amen. mighty name, amen.
0: Amen. Well, we love you. God bless you. And have a wonderful day.
1: We hope you've enjoyed listening to a Day of Prayers morning Bible study. This year, Pastor John and I are believing for 1,000 new partners to believe God with us and join in the work of the ministry. God is doing great things through A Day of Prayer, and we want you to be a part. If the Lord has placed on your heart to partner with us, please contact us online at a adayofprayer.org. Click on the menu and select Partner. Complete the form, and we'd love to hear from you. Thank you again. God bless you. Have a wonderful day.